The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition. With Gary Ray, in our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. Today is December 16th, 2014. And how many days is that, uh, uh, Jim? (laughs) Well, it's only nine shopping days left for you, Gary. Oh, man. So if everybody's going to give me that present, just remember, nine days. (laughs) I'm your host, Gary Ray. I hope everybody had a chance to listen to last week's show. We had Dr. Lorente, Associate Chief of Staff for Mental Health at the Washington, D.C. VA Medical Center. She had a lot of really great information for us. If you missed the program, be sure to listen to the archive show, which, by the way, can be heard anytime anywhere and on any mobile device. Joining me today, we have Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, U.S. Army retired. How are you doing this morning, sir? Gary, I'm doing great, and uh, good morning, and welcome to our great team. All right. We also have Jim Kluge. He's the National Historian for the Military Order of the Purple Heart. How are you doing today, sir? Gary, Bill, doing wonderful, and happy always to join you. All right. You know, these these holidays... uh, uh, are great, aren't they? They did just just coming around so fast. Unbelievable! I thought it was uh, Easter. <laughs> you know, uh, I just have a couple of announcements. Don't forget about the movie American Sniper premiering Christmas Day. This movie is going to be the best movie of the year. Be sure to see it when it hits your local theater. I want everyone to remember these two names. Complete Parachute Solutions and Defending Freedom Warrior Weekend. Whenever you hear these names involved in upcoming events for warriors in their communities, this is something you don't want to miss. You'll be hearing a lot more about them very, very soon. All right? Uh, Now, again, every veteran that can hear my voice, I'm personally inviting all veterans and active military to the American Heroes Breakfast Club. This is located at the 1876 Heritage Inn in Orange City, Florida, at the Red Roof Cafe. Show us your picture uh, VA card or your military ID, and you'll receive a free breakfast every Monday and Tuesday until further notice. I made some poss- I made this. This is all possible, by the way, uh, because of the Defending Freedom Warrior Weekend people. Uh, again, they're our first sponsors, and uh, they're the ones paying for the meals. So, hey, guys, thanks for caring about our vets. And... And Jim, you have a story. Uh, we, we also have a sort of like a sister um, uh, breakfast club out in Oregon, Medford, and something happened last week. Tell us about well, it. 
Well, it's pretty exciting. Uh, nearly 55 uh, World War II, Korea, Vietnam, Iraq, and Afghanistan veterans gather every Monday, or excuse me, every we- uh, Wednesday in uh, Punky's Diner for some really great food and, most importantly, camaraderie. Well, the owner, Connie, came in and announced, hey, breakfast is on the house today. Uh, an appreciative as well as anonymous person paid for all of our breakfasts. And that's just the kind of support that we're seeing and welling up across. Really, we're hearing things like that happening all around this nation that uh, the population is uh, is aware of what's happening out there with our veterans and is willing to step forward and say, hey, we support you. That's pretty amazing. Yes, it is. It's very amazing. Okay. Now, Bill and, and Jim, uh, you, I made the mistake on turning on the news this morning. And, and again, our hearts go out to the 130 people killed in Pakistan. And this is what really ticks me off is 84 of them were 12 to 16 years old. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know what's going on with this nation, um, but uh, we're talking about the inhumane uh, treatment uh, the Taliban are getting. Uh, what I would like, I would like everyone out there, I would like your response on this. Go to the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com website and there, go to our blog section. Let us know what do you think about this. Um, I, you know, sometimes I can't even talk when I think about this. Um, Bill, do you have anything on this? I mean, can you <laughs> say anything about this? Well, it's a very tragic situation, uh uh, Gary, and uh, very much infor- unfortunate. And I'm very much interested in hearing what uh, our listening audience has to say about this and uh, what their feelings are. Oh, yes, definitely, definitely. And when they go out there, kids, you're messing with the wrong people. Yeah. Uh, Jim? Well, I, Gary, uh, I too uh, saw that, and I think unless and until this nation, the United States of America, finally has had enough of this, I think it'll continue to happen. And, and again, we're the leader of, 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 uh, of sensitivity and care across the entire world. And, uh, and we're, we're threatened that this is going to happen here. Yes. It better, all I can say is it better not. Yes, definitely. All right, let's get to our show. Today's show title is Veterans <clears throat> Helping Change the Face of Manufacturing. Jim, why don't you introduce our guest? My pleasure, Gary. Uh, Vet to Tech CEO and President Carol Multak was stunned by the unemployment statistics of the veterans population and especially the 9-11 veterans and felt compelled to find a problematic solution to the problem. Diligent marketing research led her to an industry where a desperate need for skilled workers existed. The manufacturing industry faces a nationwide shortage of skilled workers. As U.S. manufacturers begin rebuilding, veterans can play a critical role in bridging this gap. Veterans are well-trained for careers in electrical, mechanical, industrial engineering, welding, assembly, machining, electrical installation repairs, HVAC, technical support, information technologies, logistics, my goodness, just to name just a few. These careers offer veterans the opportunity of becoming an integral part of the solution of reestablishing a strong foundation for U.S. manufacturing, helping veterans establishing themselves in the civilian workforce after serving in the armed forces is a joint effort between vet to tech, manufacturing and service associates and veterans outreach programs nationwide. That's amazing. 
Mrs. Moltak is an active participant in nation and local veterans hiring initiatives such as the First Lady Michelle Obama and Dr. Jill Biden's joint joining forces, Illinois joining forces and the National Get Skills to Work Coalition. Mrs. Moltak received her Bachelor of Arts in English from Northern Illinois University and received an intern nomination for the White House Office of Public Liaison and International Affairs. It is really my privilege to introduce Ms. Moltak. Welcome. Welcome, Carol. Thank you very much for that lovely introduction and uh, good morning to all. All right. Good morning. Bill, you want to go ahead and start uh, the interview? Certainly. Uh, good morning again to you, Carol. And thank you very much for having the vision to get a project started such as this that will help our veterans in their employment and to reintegrate back into home and community after serving our great country. Carol, I'm very interested in how the vet tech, uh, vet to tech got started and why manufacturing and technical jobs in this project. Well, good morning to you and thank you. Um, yes, manufacturing is uh, where the jobs are, basically. So when I started this uh, program about two and a half years ago, um, September 2012, there was a great need for maintenance technicians in the manufacturing uh, sector. So my job was to reach a younger demographic because at this point there are, uh, you know, everyone is retiring in those careers. The average age of a maintenance technician is about 54 years old. So the task was how do you bring a younger demographic into a job that they're not even aware of? So I targeted the uh, younger audience of about the 20 to 24 year old age group, thinking that those who are not going on to four year institutions uh, would maybe looking for skilled labor jobs. And every time I put in research uh, for the 20 to 24 year old unemployment rates, what came to the forefront was the unemployment rates of veterans in the same age group. Uh, when I started that uh, program back in 2012, the unemployment rate was over 30%, and that was uh, more than double the uh, national average for non-veteran counterparts. So that, to me, was a glaring opportunity to help veterans and um, help the manufacturing industry as well find technicians that they need. And so it started with maintenance technicians, and I very quickly learned that it wasn't just the service and maintenance technicians that were in great demand. It was these other careers as well in manufacturing. And um, so it became uh, just a, a quest to spread awareness for the manufacturing jobs and the skills that the military learn uh, are certainly applicable to uh, manufacturing industry. So that's really how it got started. Carol, can you uh, identify some of the hurdles and, I guess, roadblocks that veterans are having to overcome uh, training uh, and to receive employment uh, as they reenter into civilian life and and the workforce? Certainly, with, with most of the veterans that I talk to, the biggest problem that they have to overcome is acclimating back into the civilian workforce. They're very accustomed to being told what to do. Uh, they, they have everything, you know, from their housing to their food. Everything is, you know, managed for them. When they come back, they have to deal with all of that, you know, acclimating back into, you know, with their families and, and getting back into society. And jobs are first and foremost on that line. What will I do with the skills that I've learned in the military? How will I fit back in? And so those are the kinds of things we try to work with. Um, they also have, you know, those who have been deployed come back with a maturity level 
far beyond those of their non-veteran counterparts in the same age group. So many of them use their GI Bill. They go back to community college to try and get a fresh start or try to advance the skills that they've learned in the military, and they don't feel they fit in. Uh, you know, their their uh, you know just maturity level, their um, their skills. They they really just uh, the dropout rates for uh, veterans returning to college are anywhere between forty and seventy percent. Those are astronomical, and mostly because they just don't feel uh, that they you know can acclimate themselves back into uh, a college environment where you know their their nineteen year old counterparts are you know not on the same playing field. So that's a big hurdle. Um, you know the unemployment rates they're certainly facing those uh, right now as of June two thousand fourteen. Those rates um, are about fifteen point four percent for our post nine eleven veterans. Um, that's a five point seven increase over the last year. Um, female veterans is an increase of seven point three percent. African American veterans are facing an eight point three. Uh, percent increase. These are numbers that are, you know, glaringly obvious for the younger population of veterans, and we're trying to we're trying to uh, uh, counteract that. And Carol, what I find most interesting about this, and I think it probably even uh, uh, needs some more emphasis, is the fact that uh, uh, th- these types of jobs that are available in manufacturing in the technical areas does not require. Uh, attending a four-year in- institution, they can get started early in whatever the training is, get to work. They're great-paying jobs, and they can really feel proud of themselves. Uh, and being in this particular area where there's a great need across the country and, and make a contribution. That's absolutely right. Uh, the skills they've already learned in the military. You know, they are well-trained, and uh, you know, we see jet mechanics, uh, Humvee mechanics, Submarine mechanics coming back, machinists—all uh, of this experience—they're a little—they're a little stupefied. But what to do with that uh, skill when they come back? You know, where will I fit in? What jobs are going to be right for me? So we try to spread awareness for you have the skills, you've learned these skills. Let's put them in jobs where they're going to be uh, qualified and paid well and uh, respected in the industry. My, my last question for. to you at this point, uh, <laughs> Carol, is. I, I, I'm certainly concerned about what our women veterans uh, have to face when they come back, and I think it's even probably even more so an issue uh, than some of the others. But what what would be interesting to me is what uh, the, the difficulties that they may have, and talk about some of the non-traditional jobs that normally women don't get into that they can now get into from the manufacturing and the uh, technical areas. Carol, could you hold that thought just a minute? We can get back to that, uh, the answer to that question uh, as soon as we come back from our break. Is that okay? Certainly. <laughs> All right. Today's show is brought to you by First Class Merchant Services. Also, check out our local partners page to see the local businesses that support our veteran communities. Just be sure to support them back. I'm Gary Ray, along with Bill, Jim, and our guest, Carol Maltak. Uh, You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. 
For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Carol Maltak. And uh, uh, Bill, you, you were talking about uh, the women veterans. Um, uh, as far as the, the career status, how this would work with uh, uh, Vets to Tech. Is that correct? Y- yes, yes. Uh, and uh, how they're fitting into uh, this and some of the hurdles they might have. And, Carol, I'm, I'm sure you've had some experience with that. I have indeed. And uh, we, we talk to female, uh, female veterans on a regular basis, and I find that most of them are qualified to do uh, the same jobs that the male veterans are qualified to do. Again, it's the spreading of the awareness. But uh, we talk to female veterans uh, all the time. And what I especially uh, think is great is that if they don't feel they're a good fit for the job, they know others who are. And they're very um, uh, forthcoming with sharing that information of you know, other female veterans who are looking for positions. But certainly we have jobs uh, for female veterans in manufacturing, we have, you know, whatever they're trained to do, if they're trained to, uh, in an electrical installer, if they're trained for customer service, if they're trained in IT, uh, we can help them. And I can't think of anything that, um, you know, our female veterans haven't accomplished uh, the same as their male counterparts um, overseas, certainly. And so we really do, uh, you know, encourage them to apply for these positions and see what's available because um, it is a male-dominated uh, industry, but as females are, you know, yeah, absolutely uh, coming into the industry and with the same skills. And I'm, I'm very happy to hear that. All right. Now, how does, um, uh, I, it seems like you're after more or less the Iraq-Afghanistan uh, uh, era vets, right? That's true, because one of the largest hurdles that manufacturing is overcoming is the, uh, um, you know, the baby boomers retiring. I mean, I, that's pretty clear across the board uh, in manufacturing. The average technician is 54 years old. Um, you know, these, are, these people are retiring and there's nobody coming into manufacturing because they're not, they think it's their grandfather's manufacturing where they're going to be working in a dark, gloomy plant. And that is absolutely not the case any longer. Manufacturing is robotics. It's uh, uh, technical. It's savvy. 
it's clean. It's, a, it's an environment that uh, is enticing and uh, pays very, very well. So uh, really, you know, manufacturing has uh, needs a facelift. You know, they need, they need a younger demographic to come in and take it to the next level and bring it through the next generation. Yeah, I can tell what age group I'm from because the word manufacturing means putting mobile homes together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's something. Carol, you uh, you stated something that I think uh, the three of us could identify too. As we returned, uh, Bill went on and uh, did real well in uh, college. I found myself there in a group in Southern uh, California that I didn't even feel like I spoke the same language any 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 longer. And uh, it was right at the beginning of the 70s and late 68 um, uh, or 69. And um, my goodness, it was tough. And after, even though I had three years of college down already, I couldn't get back in the saddle. I, uh, I sat there and I, I finally dropped out. And yeah. uh, I, I, re- I feel bad about that. I always feel like I didn't do what I was supposed to do. I, I let myself down. And so you're bringing answers to veterans, and that's just colossal. I just can't imagine what a blessing that is to the to those that are out there and those that are coming back even now. They'll have something there ready to go, and that's I thank you for that. You're very welcome. It's my pleasure. Yeah. Now, how do you how do you go about uh, uh, recruiting your vets? I mean, I know that you. I saw on the website you had uh, what thousands of these jobs or a thousand jobs here that. Uh, um, yeah, probably right now we have thousands of jobs, and they're all across the country, which is the great thing. And uh, we've been working very hard. That is, you know, probably the million-dollar question: How do you reach the veterans? It is a different breed. They come back, and they're a little bit uh, uh, reclusive. They're a little bit hard to reach, and so we we you know beat down the door of those who are trying to help. And some of the um, Veteran Career Centers, the Veteran Career Advisors, the Department of Labor has a Veteran Workforce Development Programs. Uh, we go through Veteran Employment Representatives, the National Guard and Reserves Commanders and uh, the Basis, uh, Veteran Transition Specialists, and then we have these uh, organizations, uh, as you spoke of earlier, like Get Skills to Work, which is uh, part of the Manufacturing Institute. Get Skills to Work is a coalition, you know, all through the country, reaching those interested in manufacturing in general. So that's a perfect target for me. Uh, joining forces, and in particular, I'm in the Illinois area. Uh, they each have their own uh, state program. So Illinois Joining Forces, I'm on the uh, working and employment uh, groups. So we reach them all these different ways. When I have jobs, I spread it out to this network saying, if you have a qualified veteran who might be interested in this position, have them send me the resume. At that point, uh, I make personal contact with every veteran, uh, go over their resume. If it needs a little work, uh, we, we you know, rearrange that, that uh, resume so that it's you know, front and center for the job that he's positioning himself for. We help with personal interview skills, and uh, we make the um, introduction to the hiring company. So it's a, a very well-rounded program, and we have um, 873 uh, companies right now um, willing to hire veterans with these skills. So that's growing every day. Wow. And there's no cost for the veteran, correct? Of course not. There's no cost for the veteran. All right. All right. That's a, that's a question. How do you, how do you actually work with joining forces? I know it's a, it's an initiative, but, um, uh, you go to them and, and let them know uh, about the available jobs or, 
Yes, we, we go that, and so my chapter is the Illinois chapter, and so when I we meet on a regular basis, I'm on two different working groups. So if the education uh, working group is meeting one month, then the uh, employment group will meet the next. And I just tell both, you know, if if they're on the education side, we reach the veterans who are in uh, the colleges, the community colleges, saying if you're graduating and you have these skills in industrial uh, careers. Um, uh, HVAC courses, all of these courses that are going to be pertinent to the manufacturing industry, we ask them to send the resume of the veteran and we'll help them, you know, with the placement. Um, through Illinois Joining Forces, uh, there's an organization called uh, Student Veterans of America. They're all participating in the community college and college level. So we, we work with that, the education for Illinois Joining Forces and uh, at the education level and also um, they're very, very uh, helpful when it comes to pushing something out. If you have six jobs and they know somebody in their network, they share, and it's an incredible uh, response. That's, that's great. Now, you want to take this. This is already national, correct? It is national, yes. Okay, okay. And um, uh, as far as taking it national, I, I guess joining forces are, is in every state uh, I believe, about yes, joining forces. Should, I know. Mm-hmm. I know the. I know the outfit. I just don't. Uh, I didn't know that they were had their maybe an office in each state or a chapter, basically. A chapter. Yeah. So I'm on the Illinois Joining Forces chapter, right? Okay. In the Chicago area. Carol, I'd I'd just like to say to you that uh, in the state of Illinois, from my knowledge, and uh, I'm I'm based out of uh, Maryland, and I served there as the deputy secretary for Veterans Affairs. My good friend, who was the director of Veterans uh, Services in Illinois, Tammy Duckworth, I'm sure that name uh, rings a bell to you. Of course it does. Tammy, as you know, is a double amputee, uh, served in the National Guard, a helicopter pilot, and um, and her injuries came about uh, as she was about to get into her helicopter with an explosion. And as you also know, she is... Uh, U.S. Congressperson from uh, Illinois, uh, she was very, very strong on veterans uh, employment, and and I would think um, you know that that's a source. If you know her, I think she she would be just tremendous, insisting uh, in, assisting with this program uh, further uh, for you. That would be wonderful. We can use all the help we can get, and Tammy has put on uh, veteran job fairs uh, since I've been. Uh, uh, in this industry, she's put on three or four uh, veteran job fairs where veterans take preference, uh, and uh, I've been to all of them. So I've met uh, Tammy Duckworth uh, at those events, and uh, I'm thrilled when we have the opportunity to reach a, a pool of veterans all in one in one spot. So, um, yes, I know she's in the Eighth uh, District and uh, very active. She's Tammy great and outstanding. Tammy being a Purple Heart recipient, uh, Jim, did you ever meet her? Uh, you know what? We came awfully close. The answer, sadly, is not. Uh, she certainly is uh, uh, every veteran's, um, and I, I think really she should be, you know, rated right up there with the the main heroes of this nation because uh, the sacrifice and the service that she certainly brought forth, as well as all the other veterans that are stepping forward right now in this time of strife in our nation, uh, being brought to our nation, she's quite a lady. Definitely. Yeah. Amazing story, yes. Yeah, story. yeah. Well, uh, I guess it's just a matter of getting a hold of her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
she's in great demand, and I'm sure Carol yeah. knows that. I do. Yeah. Well, now I have a connection, so I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Bill, we're going to try getting her on the air one time, didn't we? Well, we can certainly uh, do that, and I, I'm sure she'd be very happy to do that. And, you know, uh, uh, Gary, that's a good point because in between uh, her, the job that she had in Illinois with Veterans Affairs to where she is right now, she was a public affairs person appointed in the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs working out of Washington, D.C., Wow, that's great. Great. We just—it's just a matter of, uh, like I said, uh, especially now, you'll never get her the first of the year. <laughs> Hang that up. I don't think we, we get anybody. We tried getting Micah to be on the on the air with us, and uh, being right down here in Florida and having an office here is it's impossible. A year in advance, you have to make that's something. Wow. Wow. It's unbelievable. Well, I'm in touch with uh, uh, Tammy Duckworth's staff, and they've actually sent me a few veterans uh, last year who um, I put through the training program on a scholarship and uh, uh, subsequently got them both employed. So I've been in in touch with her staff on a regular basis, but uh, I would uh, want to sit down, a sit down meeting and talk about how we can really, really get to work in Illinois for sure and every other state. Definitely. Uh, Well, we're going to... Carol, I'm 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 interested in uh, the support that you might be receiving from, let's say, in the uh, in the corporate area, and especially from the businesses where technology and manufacturing is uh, uh, is very strong. Are you able to work with those individuals? Are they gravitating toward you there to help uh, uh, promote this and to and to move your project along? They are indeed, and as a matter of fact, uh, we we sent out a newsletter just last week, and the response was overwhelming. So once you know, it's it's a matter of spreading awareness not just to the veterans, but to the manufacturing industry as well. If you're looking for qualified employees, consider a veteran first. It's uh, not only the right thing to do; it's going to make you a better organization. Uh, it's a win-win situation for both. So I can tell you all day long what the characteristics are for hiring veterans, um, and they all know that. Uh, you know, they're going to show up on time. They're going to get the job done right the first time. They're going to, you know, be loyal and dedicated, and, uh, you know, they're not going to be all about themselves. They understand how teamwork um, you know, plays into their job. So those are the qualities that I talk about when I talk to a manufacturer or a hiring company or the HR representatives at these companies. But uh, I have not spoken to one who didn't say, the next time I'm hiring, I will send you that job description. And the word is spreading. Uh, like I said, just sending out that newsletter last week, you know, we have been, um, uh, you know, overwhelmed with both the uh, manufacturing side, the hiring side, and the uh, response for the veterans. So it's got to be a good match. You know, we want to make sure that we're uh, getting the equal number of veterans coming in and the equal number of jobs to support that. And so, you know, spreading awareness on both sides is, is crucial to the success of this program. So we work very hard to um, let manufacturers know if you have a job available you know, give me a shot. Let me let me try to fill that with a veteran. And they're very, very open and willing, and uh, um, most of them are very emotional about that. Um, I speak to uh, company owners and uh, HR managers all the time who said, my brother served, you know, and uh, my family's a family of veterans. Of course, I'll give you a shot at it. And so that's really all I ask. Let me try to fill that position and, uh, you know, fill it with a veteran who's going to have, you know, the qualities that you're looking for. Guess what time it is? 
It's break time. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't forget about American Heroes Network loyalty brands that provide financial support for our veterans and military families by going to the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Also, you can stay updated right from your phone. Text the word HERO, that's H-E-R-O, put that in the message part of your text, and text it to 80464. Again, that's the word HERO to 80464. Our loyalty brand's American Heroes Apparel is now available online, and you'll also be in retail stores very, very soon. Just go to the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com homepage and click on the button. Uh, we have a model actually wearing one of the t-shirts and holding one of the bottles of water. And uh, I'm Gary Ray with Bill, Jim, and our guest Carol. You're listening to the American Heroes Network radio powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Carol Maltek, with vet2tech.org. And Jim, uh, you were going to talk about, had a question on, on the tax credits. Yeah. <laughs> For yeah, there's. Well, that was mentioned earlier, uh, Gary and uh, and Bill. Um, how do employers take advantage of federal and state tax incentive programs for hiring veterans? Well, it's it's uh, not as difficult as they think. And again, um, most employers are unaware that these uh, work opportunity tax credits are available to them. So when I make my introduction and I tell them all the great reasons for hiring veterans, I also add a little bit of a, a financial uh, incentive as well. And I tell them that the minute they hire a veteran, if that veteran has been unemployed for four weeks or longer, they're entitled to a $2,400 tax credit. Uh, and that's on the federal side. In, in the state, and it depends on each state, but on average, most states are offering a $5,000 tax credit uh, for hiring a veteran. But uh, on the federal side, if you know, you're going to hire a veteran and you're going to get an immediate 
$2,400 tax credit for someone who's been unemployed for four weeks. If that veteran's been unemployed for six months or longer, those tax credits jump to $5,600. And wow. uh, yeah, if you hire, if you hire a wounded warrior, uh, those tax credits can be, and you know, disability can mean many different things. And I always am very careful to say, you can't ask about the disability until you hire the veteran. But uh, once you do, um, you can find out if it's, you know, most veterans have a, at least a 10%, you know, disability. Uh, those tax credits go up accordingly, up to $9,600. So those are annual tax credits and uh, very attractive to employers. Um, so we help, we, we have the forms the minute they hire a veteran. I tell them what the time frame is. At the 28 days, you need to apply through your state for the federal program. And uh, you just submit the information. It's one-page form. And then you get approved uh, uh, by your state for the federal uh, WOTC, Money Work Opportunity Tax Credits. So it's a, a very painless process, but most are just not aware of it and, and let it uh, you know fall off the table. So I'm there to say, you know, you've done your part in hiring a veteran. I will do my part to make sure that, you know, your company uh, takes advantage of these tax credits that are available to you. And um, it's, just a, it's just a wonderful opportunity. But I find most employers really struggle with just knowing the questions to ask a veteran when they're interviewing. They don't know how to recruit a veteran. They don't know how about to go about it. So we help them, you know, first with the recruitment step. We're going to bring you a qualified candidate, you know, for that job description. And then when you hire that candidate, we're going to help you get the tax credits you deserve for doing the right thing. And uh, so it's going to make your company stronger, uh, you know, as a, as, a, as a core and also financially. So it's, there's, just, there's just no downside that I can see. And they're always very excited when I, when I you know, tell them about that. But uh, I send them an email, you know, almost immediately after the hire. You know, these are the two forms you need. Here's where you submit them. Here are the 800 numbers if you have any questions. Uh, you know, you can call me or you can call direct. Um, so it's, it's really two very simple forms. One the veteran fills out and one they fill out for the state, uh, which goes to the federal government. So it's not a painful process at all, and I, I try to walk them through it, you know, step by step if I can. You also help with the resume then? I do. That's on the, on the veteran side. Um, okay. We make sure that, you know, whatever job we have available, that their skills are going to show up, uh, you know, front and center. And I think that's one of the biggest problems veterans do face. We talked about hurdles before. They have no idea. They, most of them have never used a resume. You know, they go into the military service, many cases, right out of high school. They've never had to fill out, a, you know, uh, create a resume or update a resume. You know, they've been told what to do, where to go. They didn't need a resume. Now they came home, you know, and, and uh, facing all these hurdles and, they're overwhelmed, you know, with information, and they're overwhelmed with what their next step is. So we try to help them with resumes. Uh, we have free resume writing service. We have professionals who do it. Uh, some of them are even done online. Uh, it's a great organization called Welcome Home Resumes, actually, right out in the Florida area. They do um, online interactive resumes, and we have other professionals who will certainly make sure that, it, um, you know, resumes are updated and, and uh, you know, stellar by the time they're done. So I, I have seen resumes come back that, you know, have been 12 pages long. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. We have to, we have to you know, make, make it, uh, yeah, it's not going to read like your um, military resume. So, and we help with interview skills as well. If, if they're struggling with, you know, uh, a little bit of interpersonal skills, we do a little practice. We can, I'll talk to them as many times as they want to. Um, you know, are you comfortable? Do you know about the organization you're going to work for uh, interviewing with? 
you know, we teach them a little bit about what the job is, what they're going to be expected to do. Um, and if they have any questions, it's best if they ask me first and then, you know, we'll kind of play it out a little bit and make sure they're, they're ready for their interview and they're not intimidated in any way. And um, so that, you know, we would just want the best opportunity uh, for that veteran to get hired. All right. Now, you mentioned that uh, there was a resume uh, outfit, you said, in Florida? It is. All right, right down the block from Bill's house. <laughs> That's right. Um, he was one of the first when I, when I first, uh, Joe Corsino is his name with Welcome Home Resumes. He jumped right in and said, if you have veterans who need help with this, I'm willing to do that. And we do it online, and it's, it's uh, very new age. It's, it's just a really, really cool program. But if they want a traditional resume or they just need a couple tweaking, you know, to pull something out that they didn't see before, um, we do that. And, you know, I think the, one of the hardest things we, we talk about with veterans is they don't know how to promote themselves. They don't understand how important their soft skills are. So when you talk to somebody about you're showing up for your job on time, you know, the military says, if you're five minutes early, you're late. Um, you know, it's, it's those kinds of things that, that uh, people don't understand about the veteran community. They're going to be the best employee you've ever had. And so I want to make sure that a veteran understands their own worth. They put it down on their resume. You know, I'm loyal. I'm dedicated. I will work hard for an organization. And uh, you can count on me. And, you know, not too many 20-year-olds to 24-year-olds can say that. You know, they're all out there. Uh, you know, well, not all I can say that. You know, it's, it's just a maturity level that, that comes back, uh, you know, through a military career that, that shines. Very nice. You said you mailed so out a couple again. Weeks ago. I'm sure that since you've <laughs> taken on this project, that there's got to be some success stories that you feel very proud of. And I'd just like to prompt you uh, uh, in getting into that. Uh, have you had any of these uh, great men and women who uh, are uh, moving towards starting up a business and becoming entrepreneurs? I have had several veterans who... Uh, are considering starting up their own their own organizations. They want to get the three to five years experience, and they look forward to opening their own. Either it's a, a maintenance service program, or uh, you know whatever their career is, they see themselves um, with this growth potential. And that's what I love about manufacturing. You're not going to be stuck in one job, you know, for 20 years. There is growth potential, and there's um, entrepreneurships that are definitely available. You know, you have that great skill that you've learned in the military. Now you're going to have the civilian experience and they're going to be learning about, you know, what it takes to run a business, you know, when they're in this, in this field. And so I think that's very important. Uh, we have several success stories. One of the uh, local companies here has hired just in the past few months, three of our veterans. And um, I get an update all the time on how quickly they're learning and how they, you know, fit right in. And they, uh, you know, basically just, really put their nose to the grindstone and get the job done. And they very are very, very thrilled with, uh, you know, both sides of the course. Um, we, we put them in manufacturing because we know, you know, there's much growth opportunity for them. And uh, certainly owning their own business is part of that. Great. Right. Now, you mentioned something earlier about a newsletter. How can uh, the veterans sign up for your newsletter? Uh, we just send the newsletter out to the industry. That was for basically uh, spreading awareness for the program. Okay. And, um, but we will have it on our website, certainly. Okay. Good. Put it right on the website. Uh, just you know, go there and, and look under uh, news, 
and it'll it'll be up there. But um, we send, you know, like I said earlier, we have to spread awareness to the veteran community and the manufacturing uh, industry. So we sent out an industry-wide newsletter uh, saying, if you're looking to fill open positions, please consider a veteran and call us. Okay. All right. So is there a possibility for two newsletters? Yes. <laughs> one to the industry and one to the vets. <laughs> if if I know, could clone myself, I would do one every day. But, oh. you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a wonderful way to reach both sides of the fence, you know, the, the employers and the veterans. So absolutely, we'll be getting a newsletter out to veterans and spreading it out through the uh, uh, networks that I mentioned earlier, you know, and uh, that'd be, that's a great idea. But I send the, we have a flyer that talks about the career opportunities and, uh, you know, what we do for veterans, and we send that out on a regular basis. So they're, they're getting to uh, be familiar with the program and what we can do to help. All right. Well, we, we're going on break again. Be sure to check out our sponsor, First Class Merchant Services. If you own a business and are interested in saving money on your merchant account services, call First Class Merchant Services right now. Uh, I, I met up with Josh, the owner of uh, First Class, and he just signed up a nonprofit organization and saved them over, f- what was it, $600 a month. Uh, in, ser- in service charges. Again, just because you've been with your merchant service people for, I've been with, you hear this all the time, I've been with that guy for 10 years. He does really good. Well, have Josh just check it out. Yeah. If you can save you $600 a month, come on. You want to stay where you are? Yeah. Or give him a call. Call him at 407 471 That's 407 401 0772. Don't forget to go to the American Heroes Network Facebook page and like us. I'm Gary Ray along with Bill, Jim, and our guest Carol. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter as the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com
You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Carol Maltek, with vettotech.org. Bill? Well, Carol, as you know, each month, uh, at the end of a month, starting a new month, uh, the U.S. Department of Labor always comes out with uh, statistics, some, uh, many of them centered on employment. I'm sure you must have some statistics that you'd like to share with us dealing with uh, employment and unemployment. I do, actually. Um, the unemployment rates, the last, uh, I, I usually get my statistics from the Syracuse University, which uh, uh, posts those, and it's very reliable. They talk about um, uh, the unemployment rates of veterans, and I'm particularly interested in our youngest veterans, the post-9-11 veterans. So as I mentioned earlier, um, in June of 2014, uh, the rate for the post-9-11 veterans was 15.4%, and that is, uh, you know, exponentially higher than non-veteran counterparts, and that's a 5.7 increase. I talked about the female veterans having a 7.3% uh, percent increase, and African-American veterans an 8.3% I, increase. I, I feel those uh, numbers are way out of line for what they should be and what they're qualified to do, but in manufacturing, why I think this program is such a great fit um, reaching manufacturing, they're having the same kind of problem when you talk about uh, looking for a younger, skilled labor force. Uh, manufacturing um, is, is crying out for, for leadership and cl- crying out for you know, new, uh, younger, skilled labor. And um, in March 2014, there were 264,000 jobs available. Um, according to the uh, U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. That's a lot of jobs. Uh, you know, we talk about, you know, the unemployment rates dropping, um, and uh, that might be so, not in our veteran community. So I'd like to match up the jobs that are available with veterans who are looking for these positions. And, um, you know, the estimates are that uh, by 2022, there'll be 550,000 jobs available in manufacturing. That's a lot of jobs. And coincidentally, wow. we'll have twice as many veterans coming back into the workforce. So it just makes sense to me that manufacturing and veteran uh, hiring go hand in hand. Um, Most of the jobs we talk about, you can see it everywhere you go. There's articles in U.S. news. There's uh, stories done, I think three or four stories done on 60 Minutes about manufacturing and the uh, young labor force that they're searching for. And um, they talk about, it's not just the, uh, the fancy jobs, the you know, engineering positions, the mechanical engineers and the electrical engineers. These are entry-level positions that they're most desperate for. And uh, so when a veteran comes back and he's been a machinist or a jet mechanic, they can work with that. These are skills they can develop. These are skills that, that they know. Certainly if they can fix a jet engine, they can fix you know, uh, uh, a fryer in the food equipment industry. They can, you know, these skills are transferable. And I want to make sure that they have the opportunity. So finding an industry that has that many jobs is, it, it's just, I, I can't believe that, you know, there isn't more uh, organizations working to help veterans fill these positions. And that's really what Vet Patek sure that veterans find the opportunities. Well, Carol, if you're looking for a medium to get that information out, 
you're in the right uh, spot today to get the information out, and Gary can certainly tell you how far and wide this broadcast with the American Heroes Network goes. Gary? Well, that's all I'm going to say uh, is there's, we have listeners in all 50 states and 83 countries, okay? And we did that in two years, which is pretty phenomenal. Uh, so, again, uh, you know, if, if we can get word out, help any successful nonprofit out there. I don't mean successful in, in the word uh, that, you know, you're pulling in a lot of, uh, 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 you know, listenerships or, or, or people. I mean, I mean, as far as getting the word out to to uh, uh, and actually helping veterans succeed in what they're trying to accomplish. Today, there's so many people out there that our vets uh, are not signing up at the VA. Right, Bill? That is correct. This mm-hmm. is one of the main concerns. I don't care who you are, if you're going to use the VA or not, sign up. Yep. You don't want to find out later that you don't have benefits because they don't know who you are. Um, you, you know, there's so many important factors that you have to look at, and, and hopefully that's what we do. We try getting the word out with, with, uh, through organizations that have actually helped veterans. Uh, there's too many out there that don't help. They say they help, but they don't help. So, again, be sure to always, you know, verify uh, the organization. Even if possible, talk with uh, vets that they have helped. That makes a big difference. So, um, you know, take that in consideration when when you're going for anything. Um, And, again, as far as the VA goes, whenever you have a problem, once you're signed up, always use uh, a county officer advocate. Right, Bill? (laughs) Correct. And you're from Illinois. Yes, there are. There are. Uh, again, they they'll even go to the VA with you. Uh, so again, you get your you get your claims filled a lot quicker, right? <laughs> a- a- absolutely. And Carol, I'm sure you must have some studies you'd like to share with us, also. Um, regarding the uh, the employment situation, I think you had mentioned it uh, was at Syracuse University. Oh, right. That's what I was talking about earlier. Um, yes, for for sure, they're the ones who put out the statistics, and uh, they're you know just um, uh, it's the Institute for Veterans and and Military Families, and it's just a, a wealth of information when they talk about uh, you know the the uh, unemployment rates of veterans and where the jobs are, and they also help families. But it's just um, you we know, when you, when you see those statistics, we only have about a minute and a half, so go ahead. Okay, I just uh, the statistics are, are staggering when you see the unemployment rates of uh, our youngest veterans uh, coming back after deployment, and uh, we want to make sure that you know if they're looking for uh, you know positions in manufacturing that they send a copy of their resume to uh, resumes at vettech.org, and if we have any manufacturers listening out there who are looking to hire veterans or um, that they go to jobs at vettech.org. We just, you know, we need to make sure that we're reaching both sides of the fence, that we're reaching the veterans who are searching for positions, and we're reaching the manufacturing industry who are willing to hire veterans. All right. Carol, it was a pleasure having you with us today. What would you like to share with our listeners in closing? Uh, Really, I would just like to share that uh, there's help out there. Uh, like you said, if, if they don't go to the VA to find out what their benefits are, and if they're not out there searching for opportunities, um, you know, you just don't know what's out there. And manufacturing is a very viable uh, 
you know, amazing industry with, with great growth potential and uh, the array of jobs that are available in manufacturing are, uh, you know, enormous. So I would just like any veteran who is even curious about manufacturing to uh, find me on the website, vettotech.org, and uh, reach out. All right. Bill, uh, we only have a couple, about a half a minute for you. Cal, thank you very much for being with us today. Thank you for your service in this project. It's great, and we hope to uh, hear from you again soon. Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure being on. Jim? Same thing, Carol. Thanks for what you do. You're doing a great job. Thank you. Thank you you very much. Thank you, Carol. If you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7 on the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. And yes, you can hear all the archive shows right from your phone. And remember, the American Heroes Network Radio spotlights and promotes the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, on any device. Just a reminder, we have two years of archive shows on demand on the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Be sure to check them out. I'm your host, Gary Ray, signing off. And thanks for listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America and a Variety Channel. Thanks for joining us today, and have a great week. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America, and we truly do believe you're the backbone of our nation. Thanks to you, we'll